Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. They say every dog has its day. But when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode here of Move the Sticks. In for DJ today, I am Rhett Lewis alongside, of course, Bucky Brooks. And uh, Bucky, uh, obviously, very much involved in the big schedule release extravaganza programming going on across NFL media, NFL Network, and all of the social platforms here all day today, Bucky. Uh, you're in demand. Uh, it's only a busy day because we got a bunch of pre-tapes. So it's not uh, as busy as it could be is busy because it's a little stretched out, but it'd be fun. I think yeah. these things are always exciting, Rhett, because yeah. we get a chance to do predictions and there's nothing more that we love to do than to predict yeah. the schedule. Yeah. And we got it in our hands. Yeah, exactly right. And there's a, there's a few games that have obviously have already kind of been um, part of the early release announcements. We know all the international games. We know a few of the primetime games and some of the big network partners have each released a game. So like, you know, for instance, we know the first game on Amazon prime that was announced uh, at the NFL draft um, chargers and chiefs as they begin the Thursday night schedule week two in Kansas city. Then you got the Titans and bills and Vikings and Eagles playing on a Monday night, doubleheader on the Disney family of networks there on ESPN and ABC Cowboys and Packers uh, Fox announced will take place from Lambeau Sunday. That's America's game of the week four twenty-five Eastern time week 10 week 16. We'll have the Broncos and Rams on Christmas day. December 25th. Let's go. 4.30 p.m. Eastern time on CBS. That one also on Nickelodeon, which is interesting. And then we get Mahomes and Brady once again. And that's coming week four 
on Sunday night football. So a lot to be excited about. Let's let's kind of just use some of these early games. And I know, you know, you're going to get the entire schedule if you don't already know it, um, you know, and you can find that uh, when the NFL, uh, when NFL Network officially releases the entire schedule tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time on NFL Network, NFL.com and the NFL app, the big schedule release extravaganza. But let's start with some of these uh, games that we've kind of been filtering through and let's start with week two because we know three games chargers chiefs let's identify like an impact rookie from each one of these games and i i feel like for the chiefs like you could name any number of defensive players am i right there with Karloftis and mcduffie and brian cook and that whole deal red when i think about this matchup um look a, a, a lot of be made about Trent McDuffie coming over he has a look a tough job when you think about the chargers <laughs> and their receivers but I think a lot of the pressure has to be on George Karloftis. He has to make the impact because he not only has to set the tone as a complimentary pass rusher, but the Chiefs are looking for him to give them that physical presence that yeah. Melvin Ingram gave them a year ago. And watching him in the Big Ten, that's how he played. He was a bull in the china shop. He brought the physicality. You already hear reports in minicamp where they're talking about <laughs> his nonstop motor and how yeah. you just look, man, you got to slow him down. And so to me, he is the guy who has the biggest impact for the Chiefs in this matchup. Yeah, and, and who knows, you know, uh, depending on how the Chiefs decided to deploy him, you know, opposite Frank Clark and what they end up doing there, you know, we could we could end up seeing, we could end up seeing Carl Loftus try to work against Zion Johnson, the other rookie, you know, on the other side of things, first round pick of the LA Chargers, but would love to see him against Rashawn Slater or whoever the Chargers decide to line up at right tackle um, as well. And then, yeah, you talked about Trent McDuffie and like they might've found two starters. The chiefs might've in that secondary mm -hmm. with Brian cook out of Cincinnati teaming up there with Justin Reed and um, the rest of the crew, Juan Thornhill uh, back there in that Kansas city Chiefs secondary. Let's move on to the Monday night doubleheader there in week two in the Titans and bills. And again, I feel like it's a corner who's going to be thrust into the spotlight here fairly early. And it's for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, either opposite Tredavious White or helping, you know, if Tredavious White is limited at all at the early part of this season based off the recovery from the injury. And that we're talking about Kyrie Elam out of Florida. Does he look like a guy that could be an impact rookie early on? Well, I think so. And I think the what the Buffalo Bills have done is they've gotten prototypes based on their best players. He reminds me a lot of Tredavious White uh -huh. in terms of his demeanor, the way that he prepares. They talked about the way that he walked around meetings with a notebook going from team to team and how he, right. was, he was very studious and prepared and understood. And I remember having a conversation with Javius White leading up to the draft, and he struck me as the same kind of professional approach to the game. And we saw him play at a high level, a Pro Bowl level in Buffalo. I think it's a nice fit because they do a great job of getting guys that have the football character that they desire. And I just kind of believe that in this defense where they play a little mix of man some yeah. zone but they really count on the guys to be at the right spot okay elam is going to be a really really solid player and then on the flip side do you feel like Traylon burks's skill set allows him to find a niche early for the tennessee titans seeing and, and you know knowing about the ways we've talked to uh, how we talked about the different ways that we can get Traylon the ball do you feel like that allows him to make an early impact for this titans team well, look, I think it's on Todd Downing uh, to figure out a way to get Traylon Burks uh, the ball. When you lose a Pro Bowl receiver in A.J. Brown, somebody has to replace that production. Yes, Robert Woods comes over, but we don't know what he's going to look like as he kind of recovers from his injury. Yeah. And then you have Traylon Burks who has to kind of adjust to the pro game. 
And so this may be one where you have to get on the whiteboard and, and be very creative in terms of how you use yeah. works. They're going to need to get enough production out of the passing game to complement and offset some of the things that they'll see with teams trying to load up on Derrick Henry. And as you look at the Vikings and Eagles, obviously we've been kind of talking about a lot of the potential uh, passing game matchups here, but how does Jordan Davis affect the, uh, or try to impact or lessen the impact of the Dalvin cook effect for the Minnesota Vikings? Yeah, he has to be a big part. Uh, Jordan Davis brought over to really dominate on the inside and you putting him beside not only Fletcher Cox, but you have Javon Hargraves on the inside as well. And so he gets to jump into that rotation, big physical guy. Uh, A lot of what we love about Jordan Davis is his ability to just be a dominant run sufferer at the point of attack while also giving you uh, the chase ability, unique athlete, and unique playmaker. But they're going to need him to play right away because what the Eagles want to do is stop the run on early downs and then they want to sit back and play zone defense. Jordan Davis has to be a big part of that early down defensive effort. Yeah. And then, uh, so those are three games that we've kind of been talking about that we've already known uh, from week two, as you get later into the schedule. And again, this is where, you know, we could really start to see, you know, some rookies start to find their footing uh, at the, at the next level here, as we get into week 10, a big Cowboys Packers. Uh, well, wait, let's skip ahead. I, Cause I skipped that week four Sunday night football. Um, we've already talked about the chiefs a little bit, but for the Bucks. You know, when we look at what the what the Bucks did, they traded out of the first round, ended up going into the top of the second round, getting a player like Logan Hall. Do you feel like that's a guy that you can sit kind of immediately right next to Vita Vea and, and have him rotate in along that uh, defensive line and try to help uh, cause some havoc there against, you know, Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs attack? Yeah, I think this is a perfect game for Logan Hall to be a factor because you're talking mm-hmm. about the inside pass rusher and the role that that plays. You talk about Vita Vea being able to be available. And then on the other side, Shaq Barrett, you have Jason Pierre-Paul. Sure. Uh, but being able to have that that speed rusher from inside can help because when you think about Pat Mahomes, he makes so many plays inside and outside the pocket. Yeah. you got to throw waves of bodies at him to get him off his rhythm. Logan Hall has to play uh, a big part of it. I think the big thing for me will be, can Tom Brady start going to production meetings even though he hasn't <laughs> he retired? Can. Because, I think because, he can. Because I, I, wonder if he can, I wonder if he can just kind of show up, you know, and say, hey, Andy Reid, like, look, I, I, I might decide to call it a game. Can you give me a little right. insight into what, how you guys want to, <laughs> you know, attack it? That's, that's the big thing for me. Does Tom Brady also show at the production meeting to see that's if he good. can get a little <laughs> advantage for his squad? No, that's good. Um, all right, so that is Sunday Night Football Affair, week four. And then I mentioned week 10, Cowboys and Packers. So Tyler Smith, obviously, first-round pick of the Cowboys. I'd imagine that they're counting on him to have an impact, like, starting day one, right? I mean, like, they, they need help along the offensive line, clearly, um, you know, in, in trying to reform and reshape that group back into a, a dominant unit that we saw, you know, four or five years ago. And then for the Green Bay Packers, you know, pair of defenders in the first round and Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt bounce back in the second and get Christian Watson, the receiver from North Dakota State. And I feel like a week 10 matchup might be a really good spot for a rookie wide receiver. You know, a little bit raw, but with great athletic traits like Christian Watson to make that impact, like to find his footing, you know, on a national stage in a Fox afternoon game. Like, does, that, does this feel like a Christian Watson game to you? It should be a Christian Watson game because by week 10, he should kind of start being comfortable playing yeah. the pro game. And if Aaron Rodgers is going to do what I think he's going to do, he's going to spend a little more time with Christian Watson on the practice field, make sure he's acclimated. When I've talked to guys who played with Aaron Rodgers in recent years, James Jones being one of them, he talked about your ability to stay focused on Aaron Rodgers when they're in that tempo because you yeah. got to catch the signals. 
the hand signals and all of those other things. Hopefully by week 10, Christian Watson is up to date. And even if he's up to date, he's a big play specialist. I right. think he could have a chance because as much as I like Tra- Trayvon Diggs, he has been vulnerable and susceptible to double, double moves, moves baby. Yep. and big plays. And when you think about what Watson did successfully at North Dakota State, he found a way to consistently get behind the defense. And with that speed that Watson has, it's going to be tough. Despite, you know, we know Trayvon Diggs has some of that uh, elite speed as well, but that's going to be tough to, to make up, you know, some distance and some separation uh, there that, that you could generate on a double move uh, with the type of speed that Watson has. Let's move to week 16 where we've got a Christmas Day affair. Broncos and Rams, that one on CBS and on the Slime Time Nickelodeon uh, <laughs> broadcast. So uh, excited to see uh, that one. So for a lot of reasons, I think at this point, we'll we'll have a pretty good idea of how competitive the Broncos, you know, will be in the in the AFC West. And I mean, like it's, you know, they improved their team so much, but it's still a very real possibility that they're sitting in last place in this division. And it's still a, a distinct possibility that they could finish in last and still make the playoffs. Like that's how competitive the AFC will be. That's how competitive the AFC West will be. Meanwhile, we'll know here by week 16, whether the Rams are true contenders to repeat as Super Bowl champions. And, you know, I think with Broncos didn't have a first round pick. They got Nick Benito in the second mm-hmm. round to kind of add to that edge rush presence. Uh, the Rams again, didn't pick until the third round. So like, it's maybe tough to identify an impact rookie for this team. But do you think, you think Benito could be that guy as a, as one to, you know, spell and, and continue to r- provide pressure off the edge in a rotational um, sort of role? Yeah, I think his role is going to be a critical role because you can bring over Randy Gregory, but what we haven't seen from Randy Gregory is consistent dominance as a pass rusher. He will be categorized best as a flasher. He flashes immense potential, great talent. Um, He has disruptive, a disruptive presence, but we haven't seen him do it over the long haul. And so Nick Benito needs to be a guy that is in the bullpen, ready to go, ready to contribute. So they need him to be a right now player. And so his ability to get sacks off the edge uh, would be vital because Bradley Chubb is another one. Bradley Chubb, Randy Gregory, Gregory, Nick Benito, they need all three of those guys to be impactful players. And so if this team is going to realize some of their dreams and expectations, Benito has to be a part of it. But also some of their offseason additions also have to play well. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Um, and so, you know, for the Rams, we see, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm still so curious. That'll be the, that'll be two former Seahawks, you know, like quarterbacks on both sides of the ball uh, getting, you know, ho- hopefully right. Uh, as, as long as, you know, injuries aren't a factor here, but we'll see Bobby Wagner middle linebacker Ooh. playing against Russell Wilson for the first time in their yeah. careers, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. And yeah. you know, the one thing we'll talk about with the Rams, their ability to go back to back, will hinge on what I call the new energy, the Mm. fresh blood. So Bobby Wagner being a newbie in that locker room. Yes, he's won a Super Bowl before, but it's been a long time. So that energy, that that chase that he will be on, will energize the rest of the guys uh, in the building. Allen Robinson as well. And so sometimes when you have a championship caliber team, you have to bring in guys that are hunting for that ring because that energy will kind of ignite the locker room. And so it would be nice to see that by the end of the season, they should be getting yeah. ready for a deep postseason run. I think this is a year where Matthew Stafford can make a run for the MVP because I expect this Rams team to be, I think, expect them to be good. They can be and, good. And, and look, you mentioned, you know, Allen Robinson has been to the playoffs before with the mm-hmm. Chicago Bears, but I don't feel like he's ever been on a team where we, uh, we really viewed them as contenders to win it all. Certainly not in Jacksonville. 
not Chicago. So how does he's that never, raise his level of play? You know, he's never played with a big time quarterback, right? This would be an opportunity for him to play with a big time experienced quarterback that can get him the ball. He yes. plays opposite a guy that's going to command a ton of attention in Cooper Cup. He's going to fit right in because he's the big body route runner. And who knows by the time we're talking about this, OBJ could be back in the mix. Ooh. And so now you're talking about this team loading up for Bear. Yes. You know how much fun the Rams are when they're kind of throwing it all over the yard and Cam yeah. Akers is running. Uh, this is a dangerous team. And and so this matchup maybe is one of those that maybe the Broncos are fighting for a postseason berth and maybe the Rams are fighting for the number one overall season. Sure. That'll be a fun one. Um, that'll be a fun one there. So just a couple of just a look at a couple of games that we've already been talking about uh, as it relates to the official schedule release. Again, that is coming up Thursday night. That's tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time uh, across NFL media platforms, NFL Network, NFL.com and the NFL app. Going to take a quick break here. I'll move the sticks when we come back. Going to focus in on team building and look at how the Atlanta Falcons improved through the draft round for this quick break. It's backyard barbecue season, so light up the charcoal or fire up the propane and throw some burgers on the grill. Some people like cheeseburgers, others like hamburgers, and people will argue about pickles until the cows come home. But there's one thing that needs no debate. Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. You add Hellman's and boom, next level burgers, it's that easy. And then there's the side that every backyard burger cries out for, Potato salad. Do you want to know the best secret ingredient? You've probably already guessed it. Tellman's Real Mayonnaise. There are two kinds of potato salad. Deliciously irresistible, rich and creamy potato salad and potato salad made without Hellman's. It's up to you what you want to serve. For great recipe ideas, visit Hellman's.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Toyota Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect way to get to the dog park. Oh, that's the vet's office. It's okay, Lulu. We can go to the park after this. Whew, that's a relief. You were so good in there. Let's get you a treat, too. Backseat besties. It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. 
Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Red Lewis and Bucky Brooks back here with you on Move the Sticks. Time to look at team building now presented by Upwork, where you can build the team that will build your business. Learn more at Upwork.com. Take a look at the Atlanta Falcons here in this draft. Terry Fontenot's second draft as the GM of the Atlanta Falcons, second for head coach Arthur Smith as well. They begin a new era with a new quarterback. What we anticipate is probably Marcus Mariota early on. Of course, drafted Desmond Ritter in the third round. But the first round pick, Drake London. Again, they've got towering wide receiver, towering targets, I should say. Mm-hmm. Drake London at eight this year. They had Kyle Pitts a year ago at four, technically a tight end. But we see him all over the place, right? So now they team up together to form arguably like the biggest catch radius of any pass-catching duo in the NFL, they bounce back with Arnold Ebicady out of Penn State, the edge rusher, and Troy Anderson, the phenomenally athletic linebacker from Montana State in the second round. Got another edge guy in D'Angelo Malone later in the third out of mm-hmm. Western Kentucky. And perhaps, you know, a guy who could really contribute on the ground and Tyler Algier running back out of BYU. So, Bucky, what sticks out to you off the jump there about what uh, Terry Fontenot was able to assemble in this draft? Look, I think this is a very solid draft class. There are a lot of guys that I really like in the class. Uh, we can talk about Drake London, giving them a true number one receiver to pair up with uh, Kyle Pitts from last year. Now two big body guys on the outside that expands the strike zone. So that's terrific. Arnold Epicati gives them a speed rusher off the edge. Even though he's raw, he's a hard worker, energizer, bunny coming off the edge. He is going to fall his way in the sacks. But the linebacker, Troy Anderson, to me, is a guy who I felt like was a steal where they were able to get him. This is a guy that played four different positions. When you think about how he came into college as a running back, then played quarterback, played different linebacker spots, and was an all-conference performer at each of those spots. Desmond Ritter, we'll talk enough about. D'Angelo Malone is the one that you have to keep your eye on because his sack production is legitimate, and we've seen how that translates to the game. So I believe this team got a lot better. They got a lot better with their young guys. Now, where they close the gap on their rivals, a lot of that will be on – how Arthur Smith is able to really get Marcus Mariota going. But I like some of the young talent that he brought over. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of like the idea of doubling up on a position of need. You Mm -hmm. know, edge rusher has been a problem for the Atlanta Forever. Forever. Look, I mean, you go back. They had had like one year of great production from Vic Beasley. It was their first round Mm -hmm. pick out of Clemson. It was a sack leader, um, you know, a few years ago. might have been even on their Super Bowl run, if I'm remembering correctly. But But then virtually disappeared. 
right? Yeah. And and we 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 didn't we didn't hear from him really again. Dante Fowler didn't really work out there that they gave him the big money. And so now you've got two guys who you can try to work in and, and accentuate their skill sets in different ways, Ebicady and Malone. So I like that. We saw the Ravens do that a couple of times. Yeah. They've done it with tight ends. They did it again mm-hmm. this year with tight ends. So I think it just gives yourself more options, you know, even if if one's not quite ready right away. Mm-hmm. You've got an opportunity, you know, to utilize, you know, the other guy um, and then just give give, you know, the, the rest of the class a little time to develop if they should need it. I'm also really interested in Troy Anderson, you know, a guy we talked about as a quarterback and running back early in his career, then finishes out as a linebacker at Montana State, really productive, really athletic. So now you team up with Deion Jones on the second level of that defense that lost um, um, of uh, Aluakon to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you've got maybe one of the most, if not the most athletic duos of linebackers on the second level in the entire league. Yeah. And no, athleticism, speed, explosiveness is really coveted at a premium. And so now they've been able to really grab enough of those guys to make a difference because the speed not only comes in the fact of hey, you want to be able to match up and play man to man and do it. But when you think about being able to close it down in zone coverage, draw back in zone, quick reactions, get to the ball, eliminate the extra yards on checkdowns, being able to fly over and make plays from zone because you have the eyes on the quarterback, you get an early break on the throw, and you beat up the receiver because you're a step quicker than some. So I like the explosiveness, and I think another thing that can be underestimated, when you add speed like they've added at the second level, it also impacts your special teams because those guys typically play on your special teams units. Yeah, that's a great point. So there's uh, some real interesting pieces to this draft, certainly uh, with with those guys. And then how do you see Tyler Algier, um, you know, as a Love player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that fifth round pick. I feel like they got some good value there to help that uh, run game. They got good value, but I think this is Arthur Smith looking at what they were able to do in Tennessee for a long time, yeah. <laughs> just beating people up. And you think about the physicality and toughness that the Titans displayed. Arthur Smith wants to bring that over. Uh, They want to run the football. They want to run it between the tackles. They want to really establish themselves as a physical offense. And the best way to do it is get a physical running back. You know, it's funny. Kind of kicked myself throughout uh, the – Yeah, we didn't talk about him a lot. Nah, I feel like we talked about the same names. This was a guy that should have been talked about. Ergier was a monster. Ton of touches, workhorse, um, has a reputation for being able to, to really hold it down when he got a ton of carries. He looks like a pro when you watch him on tape. Yeah, no no question. And then uh, they rounded out their draft class with a pair of Georgia Bulldog teammates and the guard, Justin Schaefer, and the tight end, John Fitzpatrick. So overall, productive draft there for general manager Terry Fontenot and the Atlanta Falcons scouting staff there uh, as they look to rise up in the NFC South and right. challenge, you know, if not the Bucks at the top of the division, Challenge for a wild card spot here. They got some work to do. It'll start with the quarterback, though, and, and getting some consistent play from Marcus Mariota or eventually Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. Mm. And that was team building presented by Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at Upwork.com. That's going to do it for us here on this episode of Move the Sticks. Uh, check Bucky out all day long on NFL Network throughout the schedule release programming. And I uh, look forward to chatting with you guys again uh, next week. Buck, good work, my man. We'll catch up soon. Hey, appreciate you, Rick. You go into your shower feeling tired. 
But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Watch sensational Grand Slam action on Tennis Channel as top stars clash at Roland Garros in Paris. Catch all the excitement. What a shot. Come on now. With Tennis Channel's comprehensive coverage as we bring you live matches and nightly encores, plus match previews. That is awesome. Don't miss one of the greatest events in all of sports. Roland Garros, the French Open. Daily live coverage on Tennis Channel now through June 9th. 